Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen and amen. I welcome all of you today night by the grace of God into our second last final session on this 27th day of our procession of prayer and fasting. I believe the Lord has given you a wonderful day. Amen and amen. How was your day? I believe the Lord has sustained you, has kept you, has preserved you. I welcome you all in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Why don't we lift up our voice and just appreciate the King of all kings. Appreciate the Lord of all lords. Jesus, I say thank you this morning. Lord, I thank you this night. Thank you, Jesus, this night for everything. We appreciate you for every good thing you've done for us. Jesus, I celebrate you. Thank you for preserving us. Thank you for the benefits of the day. Thank you for the knowledge of the day. I celebrate your name, O Jesus. I give you all the glory. To you alone be your praise and honor. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Amen and amen. How have you been? I believe the grace of God has been sufficient for all of us by the grace of God. If I just talking, can you please share our page by the grace of God to reach as many people as possible for today's night encounter? And I pray God will help us in Jesus' name. Today night, by the grace of God, we'll be taking part four on how to overcome fear by the grace of God. And I believe every one of us shall have a testimony in the name of Jesus Christ. Every one of us shall have a testimony to talk about in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. As we share it, may we be impactful. If you're next to someone, you can tell them to come over so that we can hear the word of God, so we can talk to ourselves, so we can talk to our consciousness. The word of God is not only to build our faith, but also to address our patent needs as individuals. In this time of every changes, every time you're going, every day there's new battles. The God, as much God promises peace, I know we fight battles in different ways, but we need to equip ourselves as servants of God, as children of God, as sons and daughters of God, to be able to face them, to challenge them, to address them in the name of Jesus Christ. If you've already shared, thank you for sharing the page. And I pray for everyone who's tuning in today, they shall have a tremendous blessing. We are overcoming the fear. How to overcome fear. And I told you, fear is not of God. Fear is of the devil. The book of 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. God has not given us the spirit of fear. So fear is a spirit. And we see in the book of Job, the Bible says, and Job said the spirit passed upon him and his hair stood up and he shook, he was quaked. Fear is serious. Fear is something that is real. And what has hindered most people from being productive in life is the reason of fear. Fear of the known and fear of the known. <laughs> Hallelujah. People just fear. They can't really explain where their fear is coming from. But I can tell you, fear is a spirit. And the Bible says in the book of Matthew chapter 13, when men slept, the enemy came and sowed. So the enemy sows, tear, sows fear. When he sows fear, he's able to steal, to kill, and destroy every dream we have had. Amen. I believe why people do whatever they do is because they just fear. They just fear they think they won't survive, they think they won't make it. But I have good news for you. There's a way out. There's no temptation that has gone through man that God did not provide a solution. There's a solution in the name of Jesus Christ. And yesterday we concluded when we started looking at the solutions God has provided for us to overcome fear. We concluded on courage. And I told you courage is developed. While most of us have not started whatever we have started, while some of us have not established our businesses, while some of us have not started that venture, some of us have not started that sport facility, is because of lack of courage. And the Bible says, and he told Joshua, be strong and courageous. That's something I do. God does not do it for you. 
So you need courage. God cannot give you courage. You develop it. You must be courage. You must choose to be courageous. Courage is a choice you carry for yourself. He said, be strong and what? Courageous. He didn't say, I will give you the spirit of courage and the spirit of strength. No. The Bible says God can strengthen you, but you need to choose to be strong. You need to choose to be courageous. Have you chosen to be courageous today? Why are you then sitting on your ability? Why are you then sitting on the giftings of God in your life? So be strong and courageous. And I showed you from the scriptures. The Bible says, do not be afraid of their faces. What? Because there are some faces will look at you and to discourage you. But do not be afraid of their faces. Any face that someone gives you to discourage you is not of God. That dream God gave you, believe in it. Start on it. Amen. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Be strong and courage. Be of good courage. Develop your courage. Amen. The first way to develop your courage is by knowing how to communicate. Able to pass over your information in a good way. Amen. When you are able to speak out, vocalize what you believe in, is the beginning of courage. Truth be told, some of us are Christians, but some of us don't. Some people don't know we are Christians. Why? Because we are afraid to associate with this Jesus. That is a matter of courage. In your heart, you know, I'm a Christian, I receive Christ. But how can people cannot tell? Because you lack courage. Some of us have the abilities. We are doing some businesses, but we are afraid to tell people. Because what? We are afraid. I know we are coming from African tradition, where people say, in Africa, if you say some things, people will bewitch you. Some people will confront you. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, you see, you have a right to choose whatever you need to believe in. You understand? But you see, the Bible says, declare thou and you'll be justified. Your justification is by your declaration. You can't keep quiet because of fear. I say some of us should have been invested maybe in a bad family home or maybe from where we are coming from. But none of us are afraid to travel at home because you say when we travel, when we come back, we will not have anything. That is fear. Sorry. That is just fear. So you must develop courage in you. Say it. Opposition is real, but the only way you can address opposition is by having courage. Amen. Opposition is real. But if you don't have courage, you cannot face opposition. You want to tell me I don't fight battles? I do. You want to tell me I don't have... You see, opposition does not only have to do with external, can also be internal, where you fight battles within yourself. Why you are wondering, did I do the right thing? Did I make the right choice? But you need to take courage to address all these things. The enemy puts ideas. The enemy brings things to discourage your thoughts, memories. But you need to be strong and what? Courageous. Amen. Not, not every battle David succeeded in. Some of them that he failed, it gave him courage not to conquer the next one. So you must choose. The same thing with Joshua. Joshua even was unable to defeat a small nation called Ai. As the word AI, <laughs> yeah, that's what it came out. So he was unable to conquer AI, but he did not squit on there because he did discover the cause of the failure. He cured it. Discover your source, discover your passion. Amen. One thing that drives me is my goal. When I know my goal, I do not I remove every element of fear around me. Amen. And I try to keep up with my pace. Amen. Because faith is now, but fear is tomorrow. Amen. When you start saying, I'll do it tomorrow, fear has started coming. Fear is coming in. Fear is coming in. Amen. So have faith. 
Have faith in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. So we continue today. Number four. How, what solutions has God provided for us to overcome fear? The fourth one is by which you know he has placed a security detail in our life. You have a security detail. You are an ambassador of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Bible says a true ambassador is health. God has put security details in your life. We should not walk as if we don't have security. And what are these security God has provided for us? Are his angels. Do not have fear. God has put angels charge over thee. When you are not conscious about the ministry of angels, you will always walk in fear. We saw the ministry of angels so constantly in the latter day church on concerning Peter, concerning Paul. Amen. The angels are real. And all these times, these angels appear there to rescue his people, apart from carrying the messages. We saw in the life of Daniel. Amen. The angels of God, you should know you have a security detail. You have the backup of heavens. Amen. The book of 2 Kings chapter 1 verse 15. The book of 2 Kings chapter 1 verse 15. The Bible says, And the angel of the Lord said unto Elijah, Amen. Go down with him. Be not afraid of him. And he arose and he went down with him unto the king. Listen to this. Jezebel was threatening the nation until Elijah hid himself. But when Elijah had a visitation with the angels, he was able to confront his issues. You see, as a Christian, you know, apart from being Holy Ghost filled, you are entitled to angelic intervention. Amen. All of us are entitled to angels. We have security. Amen. We are backed up. We have a security detail. So I want you to work with that mentality. You will have angelic backing in your life. Anything you call back, back, you cause to do, God will back you up. God will preserve you. God will help you. What am I saying? What are angels? Angels are spirits by itself. They fight our war. Those people in the diabolic world, they call them genie or they call them ministering spirits of different forms. They are devils, angelic devils. You know what I'm talking about? That they go and do things for them. You, you have the spiritual angels from God. You don't have a fallen angel. You have an angel from the throne of grace. So you should not think someone can affect you. You should not think someone can determine your prosperity. You, God has details for you. God has heavily guided you. You must be conscious of angelic intervention in your life. Be conscious of it. I believe no harm can harm come through me. Because God has preserved me. He said, I shall not suffer a foot, my foot to hit a stone. Amen. So if God will not allow a foot to hit a stone, how much more anything that around you? Your children are protected by angels. Your family by angels. Unless you are conscious of them, they cannot minister to you. Because when you are conscious of them, you speak the word of God. The book of Exodus says, do not say a word and then you say it was an error. No. Because you are, when you are conscious about angelic intervention, you know what to say. You know what to say. Amen. You know how to think. You cannot allow fear to address you, but to address things by faith. Amen. In the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 15, it says, After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am your shield and your exceeding great reward. How was God supposed to shield Abraham? By angelic intervention. That's why no one could touch Abraham. He said, I will bless God and bless you, and I will cast out and cleanse you. Why? Because he was a shield. Amen. So you have angelic intervention. 
One way to overcome fear, you should know, be conscious of the ministry spirits from the throne of grace. That God has assigned angels to help you overcome fear. Amen. So go out, start that business, go out, plant that thing. Amen. The angels of God will be there for you. The angels of God will be fire for you to give you that city. Amen. Be sure about it. Number five, never magnify any word beyond the word of God. One thing that has brought fear in most of our lives is that because we have allowed the people, the word that comes from people's mouth to become a fortress for us. Never magnify any word beyond the word of God. Never. Why most of us fear is shaking us is because we have put the report of other people beyond the word of God. Whose report do you believe in? In that scenario. Whenever you magnify any word beyond the word of God, you cannot see the salvation of God. When fear cometh, you should exalt the word of God beyond that thing. People will give you rumors. People will tell you this thing will happen. But what do you magnify most? Is it the word of God or what people are saying? These days of social media, everything can be found in our tab. Either in Twitter, in Facebook, or any other media platform. In our televisions, YouTube, the trending things. But you see now, but the one thing is question is that as much you are watching and listening, which one is on top? Is it the word of God or what you are listening to? Your health is not subjected to environment. It's subjected to God. You take your health in the realm of the spirit. You take your life in the realm of the spirit. You take your prosperity in the realm of the spirit. You take your success well, in the realm of the spirit. Amen. The book of 2 Kings chapter 19 verse 6. 2 Kings chapter 19 verse 6. It says, And Isaiah said unto them, Thus shall you say to your master, Thus said the Lord, Be not afraid of the words which thou hast heard. Do not be afraid of them. Which thou thy servants, the king of Assyria, has blasphemed me. Do not base your life based on whatever you have heard. People's opinion are supposed to come through. You can listen to them, but you choose what to hear. There's a difference of listening and hearing. Amen. So you can listen to anyone's opinion. You can listen to anyone's conversation. But you need to choose what to hear. And what you prefer you should hear, you should hear the word of God in every conversation. What is the word of God concerning your health? You went to the doctor today and he told you, you have this number of days to live or you have this affliction. What do you hear? Will you choose to hear that one or will you choose to listen to it? You are having affliction in your body. You are going through issues. That people are giving you opinions. But what do you choose? Amen. What do you choose to hear? Don't listen. to. You can listen to everything, but don't hear everything. Amen. You can listen to music, but you choose what to hear in that music. But I prefer hear the word of God. He says what very well. That said the Lord, be not afraid of their words which thou hast heard. So the hearing matter is very critical to overcome faith, to overcome fear. What do you hear concerning that issue of your life, concerning your family, concerning your jobs? What do you hear? When people say money is disappeared, where did it disappear to? Did it go to heaven? <laughs> Who has ever seen money go up? Nowhere. It's what you are hearing. Now, what you hear influences your faith and your fear. Choose what to hear, my friends. Determine what you want to hear. You can listen. They can tell you you are not a failure. That, that's their own opinion. You can listen, but choose to hear 
that I'm the head and not the tail. You can listen, you are sick, but just to hear, I am healed by his stripes. Amen. When you hear the word of God, you overcome fear. When you hear the word of God in every matter, you overcome fear. Amen. The book of Nehemiah chapter 6 verse 9. Nehemiah chapter 6 verse 9 says, For they, for they all made us afraid, saying, Their hands shall be weakened from their work, that it be not be done. Now therefore God strengthened my hands. Nehemiah did not care what they were saying down there. They were saying their hands are wicked. They are saying they shall not prosper. They shall not finish their work. But they chose to hear. Nehemiah chose to hear the word of God. And he said, God strengthened my hands. Because God, Nehemiah knew, it is in vain to wake up early and bring the bread of sorrow. Unless the Lord watch over the city, the watchman watch over it in vain. Unless the Lord build the city, the builders build it in vain. What? I'm saying, what do you hear? In every situation, what are you hearing? As I'm talking to you right now, you have two options. Either to listen to what I'm saying or to hear what I'm saying. But if it's the word of God, I will encourage you, hear it. Faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing. Not by listening and listening. The thin line between listening and hearing is the acceptance of the word. When you listen, you don't choose to accept. But when you hear, you choose to accept. Amen. When someone says, I hear you, it means I have accepted what you are saying. But when you are listening, it means I'm just receiving information, but I need to do my own verification to justify what you're saying. That's why it's very few you cannot find the scriptures, the Bible talking about listening. The Bible talks about hearing. Hearing. Amen. Amen. Now, point number six. You should also have in mind that battles you fight, you do not fight them alone. The battles you fight, you do not fight them alone. The step you take, you're not taking it alone. As much as you're a Christian, you are loaded by God. The steps you take, the battles you fight, you do not fight them alone. Stop fearing. If I start something today, I should know I'm not starting it alone. For it shall be with me. If I commit all my ways unto the Lord, he shall make them prosperous. How? Because he shall be with me. He's my partner in that business. In my home, in my marriage, in my family, in my career. God is my, because this battle I fight, I don't fight by myself. There's no way David would have fought Goliath by himself. How can a stone bring down a giant, you think? It means the finger of God enforced the stone in the head of Goliath. And when the finger of God backed David, Goliath needed to come down. Amen. So you must know the battle you are fighting, you don't fight it alone. The hand of the Lord is backing you. Anything you are doing, have the conscious that God is backing you up. The moment you don't think God is backing you up, you start thinking about loss, about loss of opportunities. You start thinking about lack of progress. Amen? Know the battles you fight, you don't fight them alone. Know the step you shall take today, you shall not take it alone. Why? Because you shall commit all your ways unto the Lord. When you commit it, then you will perform it. Amen. The book of 2 Corinthians, Chronicles, sorry, 2 Chronicles, chapter 20, verse 15. And he said, How can ye, all Judah, and all inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou, King Joseph, that said the Lord unto you, Be not afraid, nor dismayed, by reason of their great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. That battle is not yours, it is of God. 
he has put you under his pavilion. Amen. Under the shadow of his wings, that's where you are hiding. So before they touch you, they must touch his wings. What imagine what will happen if you touch the wings of God? <laughs> Amen. Consciousness. That the battle you are fighting, you know, the battle for your body, the battle for your health, the battle for your spirit, the battle for your emotions, the battle for your finances, for your career, for your business, you don't fight them alone. And you must be conscious that battle, you don't fight it alone. That's why when you're going through battles, inquire of God, Lord, what strategy do we have for me? When David, his family was taken away, he inquired of the Lord, shall I pursue, overtake and recover all? The bird of God came to him and said, pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake and recover all. Why? Because God fought with him. God fraud with him. Imagine this guest had two days journey ahead, but David could catch up with him. The hand of God was so strong, even his horses could move faster. And the Bible says he recovered all. Nothing was lost. When you have a conscience that God is fighting with you, you are not alone, you will succeed in Jesus' name. Amen. Nehemiah 4.14 And I looked and I rose up and I said unto the nobles and to the rulers and to the rest of the people, Be not ye afraid of them. Remember the Lord which is great and terrible and fight for your brethren, your sons and your daughters, your wives and your houses. Remember. Remember God. Remember God and fight the good fight of faith. What you need to do is to believe. Inquire from God in every battle you're going through. Listen from God from every battle they're going through. Amen. Isaiah chapter 31 verse 4. The Bible says, For thus said the Lord spoken unto me, like as a lion and the young lion roaring on his prey, when a multitude of shepherds is called forth against him, he will not be afraid of their voices, nor abase himself to the noise of them. So shall the Lord of hosts come down to fight for Mount Zion and for the hill thereof. God will come down and fight for you in Jesus' name. God will come down and fight for you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So do not fear. Do not fear. No God will fight for you. No God will fight for you. Amen. When I started ministry, people told me starting ministry in town is very difficult. People don't prosper there. You should look for another location. But the question is this. What did I hear? I know God cannot send me forth and not fight for me. So no matter the spiritual intensity of that environment, my success will still become a success. To God be the glory, with that small room, we have been growing and growing. Why? Because God will fight for you. Consciousness that I will not fear. God will fight for me. Amen. That battle, God will fight for you. Battle for your health. Battle in your family. God will fight for you. In your job place, God will fight for you. For your career, for your business, God will fight for you. When I was opening a business a few years ago, one of my neighbors there, I used to be told that that shop I was taking, no one has ever prospered in that shop. No one. And people were laughing. They say, how would you operate your business here? I said, why? Because they said, the neighbor on my right uses diabolic power. And I said, it's okay. He does his own. I practice my own. Let him practice witchcraft. I will practice Godcraft. Amen. When I act on my Godcraft, things will happen. Because I know there's a Lord who fight for me. He watches over me when I'm sleeping. He watches over me during the daytime. So every night I will anoint a place. And to God be the glory. That shop till now, I have left. But someone is there that is still making benefit out of it. What am I trying to say? If you have consciousness, God will fight for you. There's no territory you cannot conquer. There's nothing you cannot start and not fail. There's nothing you cannot start and fail on. 
everything you do, God will back you up. Have a mentality, God will fight for you. When you have that mentality, you shall not be afraid. Daniel was not afraid. That's why he did not care. He opened the window and he faced the direction and he prayed. When Rumor saw to the king and he threw him the last day, there's nowhere that Daniel begged for mercy because he knew God was backing him. Hallelujah. And when he entered the lion's den, what did God do? God shut off the mouth of the lions. Amen. Anyone who is planning to devour you, any situation is planning to devour you, any circumstance, any spiritual authority, any incantation, any declaration, I declare you have victory over it. Stop being afraid. It's an information of the enemy. The enemy is telling you your health is deteriorating. That is a lie of the devil. God will fight for you. Your health shall be permanent. The enemy is telling you shall not conceive. That's a lie of the devil. You shall conceive in the name of Jesus Christ. The enemy is telling you your business shall not prosper. That's the lie of the devil. Your name shall prosper. You shall prosper in the land of the living. Why? Because God will fight for you. Have that prayer mentality and you shall not fear anything. Amen. Hallelujah. Number seven. How do you overcome fear? Choose and decide not to fear. As I'm sitting with you right now, I've chosen not to fear. Why most of us are not practicing the giftings and the callings of God in our lives? Because we have fear. What did David do when he had? He was bringing lunch for his brothers. He was bringing food. He was bringing meal. And he asked around, what is happening around this camp of the Lord? Why are people separating and gossiping and murmuring? And he said, there's a man who's mocking the army of the Lord. And he said, so what will happen if you conquer him? He said, shall be given the wife, the daughter of the king. I said, only that. When he was given an armor, he said, I cannot carry the armor that you carry an armor. I was not a trained soldier. But one thing I have, I have chosen not to fear because I know the God who gave me victory over the lion and the bear will give me victory over this circumcised Philistine. Fear can only submit to itself to people who choose to accept it. Resist the devil and he will flee. And fear is the spirit of the devil. Choose not to fear. Fear not. The Bible is telling you fear is a commandment. Choose not to fear. Stay bold. Hallelujah. Choose not to fear. Why do you fear? For what? What are you fearing? Choose not to fear. Men cannot take you anywhere. People cannot take you alone. So, listen to me. People can harm your flesh but cannot take out your spirit. But you see, if they see that kind of fear you reject, they will be careful how they deal with you. One thing I've observed with people in the faith who have done great exploits, like the of blessed memory at Bishop Besson in Daosa, it was because they chose not to fear. When you choose to fear, the enemy will sit on you. The enemy will bring you down with memories, imaginations. Because you lost a child, because you suffered discouragement, why do you fear? For what, what are you fearing? God will not disappoint you. Amen. I say, I decide not to fear. You should say, I have decided I will not fear anything. Choose not. Amen. Look at the book of Psalms chapter 3 verse 6. Psalms chapter 3 verse 6. This is David talking. He says, I will not be afraid of 10,000 of people. <laughs> Look at David. This man was a real warrior. Amen. I have chosen. Oh, I will not be afraid. I will not fear what will happen tomorrow. 
I will not fear what will happen to my life. I will not fear. I will know I will prosper. I will move forward. My health shall be intact. Everything I do shall grow. My ministry shall change levels. Countries upon countries in the name of Jesus. My children shall prosper. Amen. I will not fear. They shall be educated. They shall be fed. They shall be clothed. Amen. I said, I will not be afraid of 10,000 of people that have set themselves against me round about. David is one man. He said, these 10,000 people, I will not fear them. <laughs> For what? Why should I fear them? Because there are many? No. The God that is with me is more than the many. They are. Amen. Choose not to fear. Choose not to fear, my friends. When you allow yourself to fear, you will not even start that business. When you allow yourself to fear, you will not establish anything on this land of the living. What record will you have when you go to glory? What did you establish here on earth? What did you start? We are supposed to be pacemakers. Pacemakers. Amen. We are supposed to be establishers. The Bible says every house is built by some man. So it means you are supposed to be building something. God will take you to a city that he will show you. That city, who was supposed to build it? <laughs> so, so when you choose to fear, you will not conquer territories. Do not choose to fear. Amen. Do not choose. Choose not to fear. So to overcome fear, fear is a choice. You make a choice to overcome it. Resist the devil. Resist him. Resist that imagination. Resist that thought. Resist that affliction in your body. He said, I am healed in the name of Jesus Christ. I cannot suffer pain. Amen. I was told my Smith Miku they used to have kidney stones. But irrespective of that, he was still in ministry. He, because he never chose to fear. And I believe God transformed him. God healed him. Amen. Fear not. Fear not. Amen. Jeremiah 1.8 says, Be not afraid of their faces. Amen. For I am with thee to deliver thee, said the Lord. Jeremiah 30, 10, it says, Therefore, fear thou not, O my servant, Jacob, said the Lord. Neither be dismayed, O Israel, for lo, I will save thee from afar, and I sit from the land of thy captivity. And Jacob shall return, and shall be nursed, and be quiet, and I shall make him afraid. <laughs> oh, if you know God has protected you, I started by saying God has put security details in your life, which are angels. Amen. And now I've told you God will fight for your battles. Now you choose not to fear. Do not allow fear to have life on you. Amen. All things you can do through Christ. You can do all things. You can start it. You can move forward. Amen. It is not difficult. The difficulty is the choice of overcoming the fear you feel for yourself. Amen. Number eight, how do I overcome fear? Have confidence in God. Have what? Confidence. You know what is confidence? I am sure this man will not fail. I am sure. The way most of us have confidence even in our gadgets more than God. I don't know why. Who prays to put on his phone? None of you. You are so sure if you press it, you come on. That is confidence in short. <laughs> Why don't you pray before you dial a phone call? Because you have confidence if I dial it will function. The same thing, if you have confidence in God, you don't need to counter check and recheck. You are sure his word will be true. I have confidence in God. Hallelujah. The book of Psalms chapter 56 verse 11. Psalms 56 verse 11. In God have I put my trust 
I will not be afraid what man can do unto me. I have confidence. I trust God. Oh, but you have to say, brother, I have confidence. Things will work out for my good. I cannot remain in the same position. Things will change. This ministry will be global. shall be international. Amen. We shall see thousands and thousands of souls. Amen. In a few years from now, we shall not be talking about His Majesty through us. Why? Because we have confidence. Faithful is it that call it because he shall perform it. It has nothing to do with my own. It has to do with him. So I confidence. I rely on you, O oh Lord. I depend on your word. Don't depend on your gadget. Don't have confidence on your gadget more than God. It is not faith, that one. Some of us have confidence in our laptop. Have confidence on our cars more than God. None of you goes before you put on your car and check if it's working. No, you put on the key and ignite it because you have confidence the car will turn on. That's how you need to have confidence in God. When you have confidence in God that way, you cannot fear. You cannot fear, I'm telling you the truth. We have been developed our Christianity. It's as if we are the headmaster of God. We're always checking on him. God, will you bring your word to pass? God, will you do your word? Why are you checking on God? God will keep his word. Numbers 23 verse 19, God cannot lie. He's not a son of man to repent. The book of Isaiah says his word cannot return to him void. Why is God telling you all these things? And he says everything shall pass away, but his word will never pass away. Why is God telling you? So that you have confidence in him. So you are always monitoring God as if you are a monitor. God, you said you will bring your word to pass. Are you sure you bring it? Why don't you do that to your phone? Some of us have confidence in technology more than God. It's not right. That's why you walk with fear. The day your technology breaks off, you start wondering, why will I get another one? But it's better to have confidence in God. Because God knows how to replace. God knows how to restore. Amen. Stop wavering on the word of God. Yesterday we saw that we need to have strong faith, full faith. Amen. And Abraham had strong faith. He did not stagger at the promises of God. So Abraham did not go to check if God's promises will come to pass. No, he was sure he has said it. So shall it be. Are you sure what God has said in his word will come to pass in your life? If you're sure, have confidence. Have confidence. Amen. Psalms 1, 12, verse 7. The Bible says, He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed. Amen. Trusting in the Lord. Your heart is fixed and we know whoever. That is confidence. That is confidence. Some, we, those of us who are married, we have confidence in our spouses, but we don't counter check on them to be sure we are married to them. Do you wake up every morning and ask your wife, are you married to me? <laughs> you have confidence. That's why she's there. The same thing every day you wake up and see the word of God. Be confident. The same word you read yesterday, it shall come to pass today. Amen. Carry that mentality. That is confidence. Confidence has no question marks. Confidence has only exclamation marks. Hey, what you will do. What you will do. Amen. The book of Isaiah chapter 12 verse 2. Isaiah chapter 12 verse 2. The Bible says, Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He's also become my salvation. Amen and amen. Confidence. Confidence in God is critical for you to overcome fear. Because we pray, but the delay we suffer, 
that you think is delay is because of lack of confidence. You tell me, what do you do when you are pressing on your phone, if your phone is off, you wait, is it true? But you still have confidence it will come on. Do you start getting worried, will it turn on? Will it really turn on? No. You don't do that. You don't do that. Confidence in God is critical for you to walk above fear. If you want to rise beyond fear, beyond tides, beyond challenges, have confidence in God. Just know God's word will not will pass away. God's word will be true. No matter the opposition, know God's word is true. Amen. Hallelujah. Number nine. Why should we overcome it? Amen. No, it is a commandment for you not to fear. <laughs> God is commanding you not to fear because he knows if I don't know, command you not to fear, if you allow yourself to succumb into fear, you'll be unable to move. You'll be unable to start things. You'll be unable to establish things. Amen. That's why God gives you peace that surpasses all man of understanding. So that you don't fear. When you fear, you cannot implement. When you fear, you cannot start. We talk about passing over legacies. You can only pass legacies if you are a man who is not fearful. You have taken the commandment. You are in the army. Amen. The Bible says about the letter day army. You have belonged to that army. God is telling you to no fear. If he says you don't fear, just say, yes, sir. I believe you. I will not fear. I will not fret. Amen. So you are commanded by God not to fear. So the only way to overcome fear is knowing that you are commanded not to fear it. Amen. When the fear comes in your mind, know you are commanded not to fear that fear. Amen. That fear of the unknown. The fear of the known. You don't know what will happen tomorrow about tomorrow. That's why the Bible said, don't worry about tomorrow. Let tomorrow worry about itself. For your heavenly father knows that you need these things. So you are not supposed to walk in fear. Amen. It is a commandment for you not to walk in fear. Psalms chapter 91 verse 5. Psalms chapter 91 verse 5. Thou shalt not be afraid. Thou shalt not be afraid. You are being commanded. You shall not be afraid. Tell yourself, I shall not be afraid. Amen. Thou shalt not be afraid. For the terror by night. Amen. No, they are not afraid by day. So they may be terror at night, but do not fear. Amen. They may be arrows during the day, but do not fear. Do not fear. You are commanded not to fear. When the battle is strong, you are chosen not to fear as a soldier. You don't retreat. You confront where the bullets are coming from. That's what soldiers do. They run where the bullet is coming from, not away from the bullet. Because they were commanded not to fear. That's what God expects from you as a Christian, as a soldier. You are not supposed to run away from the snares of the enemy. When the enemy is telling you, you shall not make it, run towards him and tell him I will make it. Amen. Have you ever tried this? When an animal pursues after you like a dog and you turn around and start chasing it, it will back up. Why? Because it will be surprised. What man of fear is this? David says, I ran after the lion. Amen. I pursued it. So you are commanded not to fear. The Bible says here, yeah, there'll be terrors at night. Amen. There'll be arrows that fly during the day. People who want to discourage you, tell you things that cannot happen. People who may give you reasons that God has delayed. I know my God never delays. So confront it. Become a soldier. Become a soldier. Imagine you're in the military. You are in a battalion. 
maybe the 5th or the 7th battalion. And you are fighting force. Amen. You are in war. Then in the middle of war, some of your soldiers are running away instead of running towards the battle. What happens? You suffer loss. Because no one can look at your back when you're running. But you can look at your front when you're confronting. Amen. So look ahead. That's why when the gun shot is there, that's where they run to. To know where it is. Amen. And that's how they are taught in the military when they're doing the drills that you should run where this blast is coming from. They are not afraid. If you've not watched World War II, World War I, you see soldiers running where the battle is strong, is so fierce. That's how what God is telling you because they have been commanded you are not supposed to fear. So it is for every Christian, for every Christian here, you are not supposed to run away from the battle. Run towards it. Stop fearing. Confront your issues. Amen. No matter the loss you suffered, it does not mean that's the end of it. You can rise again and become what God made you to be. Nothing. You have not lost anything, my friend. The only thing you can lose is to lose yourself. And what is the center of you is your soul. Don't allow your soul to fear anything. Amen. That's why we celebrate our military men. Why? Because they are, they are commanded not to fear and they are obeying the instructions. Amen. The book of Proverbs chapter 3, verse 24 to 25. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 24 to 25 says, When thou liest down, thou shalt not be afraid. It means when you are lying down, but today night you are sleeping, you are not supposed to be afraid. Because tomorrow you have victory. Tomorrow there shall be a trumpet of rejoicing. Tomorrow there will be a trumpet of good news. Amen. Thou shalt not be afraid. Yea, thou shalt lie down, and thy shall sweet thy and thy sleep shall be sweet. Amen. Some of us cannot sleep at night. We turn around because we don't worry. That is fear. The Bible says, and your sleep shall be sweet. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 24, 25. And it continues, says, be not of be afraid of sudden fear. This means the sudden fear, this fear that just comes from the bruise. From nowhere. And the Bible says, do not be afraid of that fear. Amen. That sudden fear, do not be afraid of it. Neither the dissolutions of the wicked when it cometh. Because fear will come. But what do you need to do? Remember you are commanded in the name of Jesus. Fear not, for I am with you. Stand firm. Stand strong. Confront it. Run towards it. Hold it and say, you fear, get out of my life. I will not be afraid. I will start my issues. I will deal with my issues in the name of Jesus. I am healed. I am restored. I am starting again. I shall have a new prosperity lifeline. Confront them. In the name of Jesus Christ. That's what you are supposed to do. Don't run away. Amen. When you do that, your sleep shall be sweet. Amen. Why some of us are not sleeping is because of fear. Fear of one man of God. Number 10. You should arm yourself with faith. Every time you are preparing for all aspects. Arm yourself with faith. For our weapons of our warfare are not canon, but they are spiritual through God. Pulling down of strongholds. Whoa, hallelujah. The weapons of our warfare are not canon. It's not something you think about. It's more of a spiritual thing. Then if it's spiritual, you must carry the weapon of faith. 
always arm yourself with the weapon of faith every time. Taking forth the shield of faith to quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. The enemy will throw darts of fear. But when you have the shield of faith, you will quench them all. So you must carry the weapon of faith. If you need to overcome fear, carry the weapon of faith. It shall happen. It shall happen. I will not fail in the land of the living. I shall prosper. Things shall work for me. My business shall prosper. We shall be healed. We shall conceive. Amen. My business shall flourish in the land of the living. I shall move from border to border. Amen. Do not be afraid. Hallelujah. Do not be afraid. Quench the fiery dust of the enemy. Why? By putting on the shield of faith. Arm yourself with faith. In every aspect. Is it finances? Have words of faith for your finances. Is it mentally? Have words for your, for your mental capacity. Is it physically? Have words for your health. Is it emotionally? Have words for your emotions. Amen. When you have the words of faith concerning all those areas, nothing will stand against you. Because you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. Hallelujah. The weapons of our warfare. So we are in a warfare. The Bible says, since the days of the John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffered violence. Yes, sir. But the violence taken by force. <laughs> the violence of faith taken by force. Don't be offended. God does not want you to fail. You must just be bold. Take things by the bull. Hallelujah. Take it by the heart. Even the fairest animal is always comforted. You need to know that. And it takes faith to do that. Arm yourself, my friend. There's no way. The Bible says, in this act you shall suffer many tribulations. It's the truth. <laughs> it's scriptural. But God has good news for you. He gave you a tool called faith. You must arm yourself to it consistently for you to overcome. You must arm yourself on it. The book of Proverbs chapter 31, verse 21. Look at Proverbs chapter 31, verse 21. Powerful scripture. This woman, righteous woman, had arm herself. She prepared herself every section of her life. And when winter came, she had more than surplus. When you have the word of faith, when you prepare yourself to the days of peace, that's when it is. You don't train in the war ground. You train before the war. Amen. Because during warfare, you can't train, my friend. You exhibit what you have. <laughs> you, you bring what you are made of. Amen. That is it. When you're in a battlefield, you only produce what you are made of. So you either choose to cry or confront the issues. God has not left you, but God wants you to know you must carry the battle to the enemy by faith. Carry the battle to the enemy by faith. When he shows his ugly head concerning your finances, carry the battle to him. Tell him, God shall supply all my needs. He said, he shall open the floodgates of heaven and he shall pour out a blessing that I shall have no room that's what he came out. Carry it to him. Hallelujah. If he died poor, that I may be made rich, so I cannot be poor. Amen. Carry the battle to the enemy by, because you are armed. Proverbs chapter 31, verse 21. The Bible says, she is not afraid. Why? <laughs> of the snow or for her household. For all her household are clothed with scarlet. He imported scarlet before the snow came. Before the cold came. 
This time you are enjoying peace, maybe financially. Arm yourself with words of finances. Because there's a time comes when there's dryness. It takes your faith to multiply whatever you have. Now you're having peace in your marriage. Carry yourself with words, with words of faith to arm, protect yourself. There are days that challenges will come and you need to stand strong as a couple. That faith is what will make you stand. Arm yourself. That's the only way to conquer the enemy. As I've told you, our weapons of our warfare are not canon. They are spiritual. You understand? Since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffered what? Violence. As much we preach the gospel of peace, no, they shall be relations. God says, I send you among sheep. I send you as sheep among wolves. So there are people who want to eat you. That these situations will want to bring you down. But if you are not armed, it becomes a problem. It becomes a problem. So arm yourself with faith. Go sit down, collect a catalog of testimonies, of different situations. Get the word of faith on different situations. Then address it. Amen. Have it in the loins. It's like taking out the shield of faith. Putting up the belt of truth. Amen. Showing yourself fit to the gospel of peace. Taking the sword of the spirit, putting up the helmet of salvation, putting on the breastplate of lashes. All these things are an armor. He's telling you what to do. So, helmet of salvation is to remind you who you are in Christ. Breastplate of lashes and knowing that the enemy cannot touch anyone who's not defined. Take the sword of the spirit because through the spirit of God you can penetrate through the bones and of everything. Amen. Take on the shield of faith. Every dart that the enemy sets, you are able to quench it. Put on the belt of truth. Belt is what holds you. When you know the truth, the truth will set you free. Know that you are redeemed of the Lord. Know you are free. Know you cannot suffer affliction. Know that you are the head and not the head. Know that every business you start shall prosper. Know your health is intact. Put that belt. Because if you remove the belt, you will remain naked because your trouser will fall down. <laughs> the belt of truth. Then show your feet to the gospel of peace. The Bible says, the word of God is a lamp unto my feet. That is showing us we are fit to the gospel of peace. Everywhere you start, you, say, you step on, you see what the word of God can do for you. Today, as you rise up from where you are sitting and going to the room, God saying that my peace is my portion. My peace is my portion. Declare the word of God. Amen. Fear is not of God. Hallelujah. Fear is not of God. It's a spirit. So arm yourself. Arm yourself. With the spirit, with the faith. Hallelujah. Number 11, and lastly for today, do not align yourself with the fear of people who are without. One thing that I will conclude with this this is the truth. It's good to have friends, but it's wise to choose friends. <laughs> Amen. Some of us, we work with people who do not understand faith. They don't understand what it means to walk a righteous. If you tell them I shall not be poor, they mock because they don't understand. Ensure your environment is spiritually filled faith people. And when Saul was with the prophets, prophets, what did he do? He prophesied. Well, because the environment was so toxicated. Don't align yourself with people who fear. Those people are saying there'll be no jobs, there'll be lack, there'll be no business. Don't associate yourself with them. Those people say marriage cannot work. They will be pain. They, no, don't listen to those people. As I told you from the beginning, you choose what to listen to and what to hear. 
Who are your friends? Your friends determine the kind of fear you walk with or the kind of faith you walk with. Amen. That's why I said, do not forsake the gathering of saints. Assumed, why do you not need to forsake it? So that you can keep your mind focused in the word of God. The book of Isaiah chapter 8 verse 12. It says, say ye not a confederacy to all of them who the people shall say. A confederacy neither fear ye their fear nor be afraid. A confederacy is an alignment. It's a group of people. Do not fall in the group of people that fear. When you're in a group of people who fear, you will fear what they fear. Amen. Be careful. RSA is better to keep a handful of friends than a multitude of people who fear, who don't know the word of God. Isaiah 51 verse 7, the Bible says, Hearken unto me, ye that know righteousness, the people in whose heart is my law. Fear ye not the reproach of men, neither be ye afraid of their revelings. So if you associate with people who talk fear, who talk you cannot make it, who talk that it's so hard to prosper in this country, who told you it's so hard to prosper in this country, how comes other people are prospering? Do not associate with people. Amen. So fear can be confronted. And today I conclude by that by telling you about who are your friends? Show me your friends and I'll do it in a different way. And I will tell you your fears or I will tell you your faith. Show me your friends and I will tell you your fears or your faith. It's as simple as that. Your friends are a reflection of your faith and your fear. If you have people who are so fearful, who tremble, who think that prospering is hard, success is difficult, making it is hard, starting things is difficult, you will never do it. Who is your company? The, your company determines what accompanies you in life. Amen? So fear can be confronted. Those people who are used, if we used to play sports, we have what you call the cheering squad. When you belong to the cheering squad, you have vibrancy. Is it true? So your cheering squad can determine if you either walk in fear or faith. So which cheering squad do you belong to? Amen? I believe to, I choose to belong to the side of the Lord. Amen. That I shall not fret. David's men were known as skilled in war. They were people never feared. They stood by David. That's why David conquered. Amen. They were so strong. They could stand where the battle is so hot and they will still conquer. Because David surrounded himself with people who had faith, not fear. Abraham servant, trained servants. Abraham was a man of faith. His surrounding was trained men of faith. When they were, the family was taken of Lot, he went with his trained servants and he took over a nation and he possessed everything. Your company influences your fear or your faith. So as you are taking a night rest today, ask yourself, does my company reflect my fear or my company invest on my faith? What does your company do to? Some of us belong to groups that talk nothing apart from fear. Oh, have you heard? Oh, is it happening? Stop fearing. Fear not. Amen. So without understanding, I want you wherever you are, just say, Father, give me grace to walk in faith. Give me a good company, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Help me obey your commandment to walk in faith in the name of Jesus Christ. Open your mouth and pray in the name of Jesus. Baruto sopaliada. Evos kotori baniato sempraria. Nekorebara satazitos. 
elevatos e paratoshe ke terebatos de maroto se ke teleba i take grace i take grace in the name of jesus Christ. i shall obey the commandment i shall arm myself with faith i shall change my alignment my people my friends shall be full of faith lord i shall have confidence in you i shall choose to walk in faith lord lord i will know that you fight battles with me lord in the name of Jesus Christ, I will magnify you beyond every other word in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord God, I take grace in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you for joining me today night. Tomorrow is our last day of prayer and fasting. Join me tomorrow morning as we start looking at the testimonies of Jesus in the morning devotion. And tomorrow night, our last session as we have finished on how to overcome fear, part five, the last and the last portion. Now I challenge you as you go tonight to sleep, ask yourself, does your company instill faith in you or you as your company instill fear the people you follow the people you listen to what you watch who the people you spend their time with the groups you belong to what do they instill in you if they still faith you will never fear anything i tell you the truth hallelujah remain ever blessed in jesus name this night is prosperous for you may you sleep in peace that testimony you're believing god for may you receive it in the name of jesus christ see you tomorrow Tomorrow morning, as we look at the testimonies of Jesus, be blessed and be celebrated. Jesus loves you and I love you. Have a blessed night in Jesus' name. Amen.